Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sacrifice. This is one of those powerful, weighty words. It calls to mind many incredibly strong images when we talk about sacrifice. The sacrifice of a soldier for his country, the sacrifice of the love that is the day-in, day-out sacrifice of a mother and of a father, the loving sacrifice of spouses for each other. What would we not do for the one or the ones that we love? We will sacrifice time, energy, attention, money, anything, everything for the loved one. This is why sacrifice, when we say this word, has so much weight to it because we know that everything is on the line. That if we truly loved, we would forego what we think, what we desire, and give and give and give. The Eucharist is a sacrifice. I know this is something heavily debated as of about 500 years ago or 400 years ago or so. But for the Orthodox Church, the Eucharist is the sacrifice of Christ. That what we have been given, what we are given in his broken body and spilt blood that we receive in the Eucharist is a participation and reception of the sacrifice of Christ. The divine Eucharist is not an image or just prefiguration of sacrifice, but an actual sacrifice, according to St. John Chrysostom. St. Nicholas Cavasilis tells us, when we offer the Eucharist, we always offer the same Christ. It is not Christ being sacrificed over and over again, but it is the same Christ sacrificed. We do not offer one sheep today and another tomorrow, but always the same one. Thus, the sacrifice is one. The sacrifice that was offered then is the one we will offer now. Because this sacrifice is never expended. Christ, having brought himself as an offering once, he is ever being slain, sanctifying those who partake. When we think of the sacrifice of Christ, we rightly think of the cross. This is the image, this is the reality of Christ's sacrifice, the cross. The mind of the church we see given to us in the liturgy, in the festal cycle, in the hymnody, that our idea of sacrifice is focused. It is an intense image. This is the focal point, the consummation of the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. 
But from the idea and mind of the church, this sacrifice of Christ is refracted through the entire life and offering of Christ. In the anaphora, as we prepare right before lifting up the body and blood and offering, the priest says this, remembering the saving commandment, that saving commandment that he gave us to eat and to drink in remembrance of him, partaking of his body and blood, remembering this saving commandment and all those things which have come to pass for us, the cross, the tomb, the resurrection on the third day, the ascension into heaven, the sitting at the right hand, and the second and glorious coming. We remember and bring to participation in the eating and drinking, not just the cross, but the entire movement, the cross as this focal point, but the entirety of Christ's movement down to save us and then to bring us back to the Father. We see this especially because we are moving towards Christmas. This is the first Sunday that we have commemorating and looking towards Christmas. We see it in the icon and we hear it in the hymnody. Christ born into the darkness of a cave. Christ who is born and then laid in a manger in a feeding trough. That we have in the hymnody all sorts, just in the melody, all the resonances of Holy Week. We see this especially as we continue into the new year, January 1st. What is the feast day on January 1st? I heard a few things, because there is a few things happening. There's St. Basil, and then there's the circumcision, where the hymn of the church talks about that Christ offers his blood. He starts to shed his blood for us. We have then, of course, the baptism of our Lord, and throughout the year, all of these pictures. What happens at Theophany? But it's a mini Pascha. We have the trampling down of death by death in the baptism of our Lord. All of these elements in the life of Christ, the entire thrust of Christ in his journey to save us, this was sacrifice. Coming down to save us. We remember the entirety of the sacrifice of Christ. This is especially brought, and there is no denigration of the cross in this, because this is where it was accomplished, where it was consummated. But in the mind of the church, the reality of Christ's salvation worked out for us. His sacrifice is radiated through everything in his life. His entire, as we say in the liturgy, the economia or the dispensation of salvation for us. As we remember the cross, the tomb, the resurrection on the third day, the ascension into heaven, the sitting at the right hand, and the second and glorious coming, we remember something that hasn't happened yet. It's a very fascinating line there. I don't know if you've ever wondered, as the priest says this aloud, how are we remembering something that has not yet happened? Well, in the sacrifice in the presence of Christ, in the body and blood that is the bread and the wine that is transformed, that is transfigured in the calling down of the Holy Spirit, 
We are getting a foretaste of the second coming. We are participating in the entirety of our salvation, even what we pray for and hope for in his second coming. After the priest prays these words, if the deacon, if there's a deacon serving or the priest, there is then the offering up of the discos and the chalice with the bread and the wine. And the priest cries out, offering unto thee, thine own of thine own, on behalf of all and for all. In raising up the gifts, we offer up the sacrifice and the gift of Christ. In this, not just in our memory, not just in our words, but we physically raise up Christ's offering. What Christ has given to us, this is what we have to offer. What else do we have? Our existence, our life, our breath, our salvation, our future hope, everything comes from him. What you have given to us, this is what we are saying, because sometimes thine own of thine own has a nice poetic ring to it, but sometimes words, we hear them, but we don't, they don't get into our head or into our heart. What you have given to us, this we offer up, because everything that we have comes from him. For when we offer him things which are in reality his own, he accepts them as if they were ours. That's what St. Maximus the Confessor tells us. What an incredible gift giver that he gives us the gift to give back to him. The faithfulness of Christ to the Father. This is what we offer up. That in his faithfulness to the Father, the love which he had for us, that he pursued us even to a voluntary death on the cross, and then the submission of death and being lied down in the grave. This is what Christ has given to us. What we could not do in our faithlessness, in our lack, Christ offers his faithfulness. And this is what we have to offer. Our entire existence, our gift from God, this is what we then sacrifice and offer to God. It is especially not just for uh, a particular subset of reality that Christ sacrificed and gave himself up for the life of the world, but that in offering what he has given to us, we do this on behalf of all and for all, because his sacrifice was on behalf of all. And for all, that means you, me, people who are not here, the entire cosmos, everything that Christ's blood was shed for. The St. Nicholas Cavasilas tells us that one drop of his blood recreates the entire world. This is, of course, then the correct response from the people of God is, we praise thee, we bless thee, we give thanks unto thee, O Lord, and we pray unto thee, O our God. The sacrifice of Christ ever given to us to eat and drink, 
The sacrifice of Christ is what we partake in. The sacrifice of Christ is what we can offer to the Father. The priest then prays for the descent of the Holy Spirit. Again, we offer to this reasonable and bloodless worship and ask thee and pray thee and supplicate thee. Send down thy Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts here offered. What is key in the sacrifice of Christ for us especially, as he has given something that we cannot give, that he has given us the gift that we then turn in gift to God, is our participation in giving that gift back. And in giving that gift back, we receive and we call down the Holy Spirit, not just upon the gifts that are on the altar. The prayer is not just for that but for the Holy Spirit to descend upon us as well. The Eucharist is not magic. We call it the medicine of immortality. But it's not just something that changes for us and then we just receive without our own participation in it, our mind, our heart. Because the Eucharist is what we are to conform our lives to. Because the Eucharist is Christ. It is the entirety of him and his sacrifice given to us that we then participate in, that we then share in. This is why and how the Holy Spirit comes down upon us. The liturgy of the church, the apostolic teachings, the teachings of the fathers all ask of us, implore us, encourage us to enter into the mystery of Christ through our own sacrifice. This is all of the little sacrifices of our week, where we have said no to sin and said yes to God, where we have loved others and served them and sacrificed for them, imitating God in our own way crucifying our will and ourselves so that we can participate in the sacrifice of Christ. Where we have forgiven others, loved them, covering them, sacrificing for what we might think is justice, but instead offering them forgiveness, we imitate and participate in the life of Christ. And the Holy Spirit descends upon us. We enter into and receive Christ in the Eucharist. And we live and enter into Christ throughout the week. Sunday is where we come and our entire life of prayer, of sacrifice, of love, is consummated as we receive and we participate in the sacrifice of Christ. We live in accordance with the Eucharist. The church lives in accordance with with the Eucharist. Our entire life flows from the Eucharist because it is in his broken body and spilt blood that he gives us life. He replenishes us. He renews us. He feeds us so that we can become like him. As we offer up the sacrifice of Christ, let us praise, bless, and give thanks for the sacrifice of Christ, for his love that sought us even when we are estranged, when we were enemies, when we were in the darkness, 
When we woke up and find ourselves in that dark wood and didn't know the way, Christ came into that darkness and he sacrificed himself in conformity and faithfulness to his father to give us the path to heaven, to immortality, the keys to the kingdom. This is the path Christ has blazed for us. Faithfulness to the Father, our own sacrifice. And not only does he give us this as a command, but he escorts us, he aids us, he feeds us along this journey towards the Father. Thanks be to God for his great sacrifice and love for us, that he gave us everything, even his own life, to redeem us and give us life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.